Welcome to our first ever podcast. This is Crunch Time. We're here with Aaron Evans, Isaiah Chavez, and what? me. What What's is up, up, guys? Today we're going to be talking football and basketball. We'll mostly be talking about Julian Edelman, the top 10 picks in the mock draft, Luca's buzzard beater, and Luca for MVP. Our first segment of our podcast is going to be about Julian Edelman. Will he retire with the Patriots or be, or be traded away? Well, in my perspective, I think that Julian Edelman will be traded away. The only question is, how much would the Bucks or any other team give up for him? Okay, wait, are we talking about should he or will he be traded away? Because should he be, I think so, but... Will he? I'm not so sure. Because, honestly, on the should he part, I definitely think so. I was looking at this uh, yesterday. He has three seasons where he's played 16 games in the regular season. All of those have been pretty decent years. He, he's had a 1,000 yards in all those seasons. and But he's never had he's never had over 10 touchdowns, or even eight for that matter. And... He's never really been a huge impact player as far as I've seen. Like, in some of his years, he didn't even have 50 receptions, which if you're going to be the number one guy on a team, you got to have at least 50 receptions. Now, will he? I'm not sure because Bill Belichick is married to some of his yeah, players. Yeah, So, but he's also a schemer, and he won't be. And he's not afraid to trade away or re- release people at the will at will. So honestly, it wouldn't be impossible for him to be traded away. See, I think in this matter that Julian Edelman, the main thing that is going to me is that Gronk and Brady, his two two of his great friends, are both on the Bucks. So that's going to tempt him to request a trade, but. I don't know if Cleveland or not Cleveland. I don't know if the Patriots are ready to give up on him. You see, he's been there his whole career, and I think that just Bill, again, as he said, he's in love with him. Now, all the stats that he just told you is leaning to he's not the number one guy. He should be on a team where he's like the number two or three guy. Because especially, let's go back to the he hasn't had over a thousand yards. No, he, he has three three seasons. He's only had three seasons? He's had three seasons where he's had 1,000 yards, but those were all seasons where he played 16 games, which he's only done three times. Now, I was actually cross-comparing him with Michael Thomas, who I think we can all agree is a for-sure number one guy. Michael Thomas, in, there's not a lot, but in tw- Michael Thomas is In one. 2019, Michael Thomas had 1,700 yards. Julian Edelman didn't have near that amount. I'm pretty sure it was 1,125. So, honestly, if you're cross-comparing them, Michael Thomas is a much better better receiver than Julian Edelman will ever be. Yes, and I think this, what is he, like 34? He's real old, isn't he? He's not 34, he's, but he's, he's, he's getting, getting in, He's getting up in his age. I, I just don't think he's, he's just going to start getting worse. So, if they were going to get something for him, they need to trade away now. Because, at the best, what would you give away? Third round pick, maybe? I'd actually, I wouldn't give maybe away, second. I wouldn't give a lot. But, I do know teams like the Lions or Jacksonville or the Jets who are desperate and not very, like, careful with their trades. So, 
if you were if you offered the Lions like Julian Edelman for a first, I would see them. They might be they might take it. Yeah, that's I would agree with you there, but we got to think about this. Should they give up more than a third round pick? No, they I, uh, well, I mean if you have if the if the Bucks trade for Julian Edelman, it won't be more than a it third should round be pick. a third round pick. Now, if the Lions trade for Julian Edelman, it should be a second round pick because they need him more. Yeah. And honestly, it's like, like I compared him with Michael Thomas. It might not be fair to compare him with Michael Thomas because Michael Thomas is such a step above him. But if you're gonna be just look at Kenny Galladay's best season. Yeah, yeah, like, you know, some we've seen like second, like second receivers in the depth chart have more better season, have better, more receptions, more yards, more touchdowns than Julian Edelman has ever had, and they're like I said, number two. So if you know Julian Edelman wants to be the number one guy, he's got he's getting balls thrown to him from Cam Newton. Or you know Jared Stidham, so you got to be able to make plays, and I just don't think you can. Now going back to comparing him to Michael Thomas again, like he said, he's so far ahead of him, it's just not fair. But if I had to compare him to one person while he was in his prime, it would be Cooper Cup. Do you agree? <laughs> yeah, definitely. He was never a standout, but he was just so good. But he would never like he would never be the number one receiver in the league. But he was still good. See, the difference with Cooper Cup, though, was that he was able, like, if you plopped Cooper Cup in his prime into a number one position, I think he'd do okay. Yeah, if you were in his prime, Julian Edelman, to prop to plop him in the number one spot on he an iffy team, he would have maybe a thousand yards, but it wouldn't be much more than that, and it, he wouldn't he wouldn't be a huge impact impact player whereas you know Cooper Cup would be a huge impact player on your team. Yeah, that's true. So we're going back to will he retire with the Patriots or will he be traded away? He should be traded away because he's again he's only going to get worse and both of us agree with this. But and I know that Bill as he said Bill Belichick will stay and love his players, but we saw he gave away. He let Tom Brady go, so he won't hold him at all cost. I mean, look look at the past. You know, my favorite example is Dion Branch, who was a receiver for the Patriots in the er, in the mid and late two thousands. I'm pretty sure. And Bill Belichick traded him away to the Seahawks, and he didn't. Re- and he re- probably regretted that. S- decision because they lost in the playoffs because they didn't have receivers but it show it goes to show you that not Bill is he's not afraid to just let get rid go. of his players so yeah um I think he should be traded away my number one look at it would probably be Lions Jaguars and we've all we brought up all these teams Lions Jaguars or Bucks just because of the connections and the need all right that's all for this what do you think about the what do you think he'll do uh, I'm. I think that he will. If he, I think he'll be traded. But I wouldn't be surprised if he stuck around. But I think it'd be better for the Patriots, and it'd be better for another team to get Julian Edelman, and it'd be better for the Patriots to just get him off their roster and 
free up that cap space to go get, you know, maybe a different receiver that has that has more of a playmaking ability. Or you could trade him for a draft pick, trade up using that draft pick and your existing like your, hey, and your existing here? draft pick and kind of grab one of these more studs like, you know, Devonta Smith, Kadarius Tony, Kyle Pitts, who can play, like, who can be a big impact receiver. Yeah, like, someone like that. Now, I think if they could get a second-round pick and they got Kadarius Tony, and they just take away Julian Edelman, that's an upgrade. Because Kadarius Tony, what is he, 21? Yeah. Somewhere around that? Julian Edelman's in his 30s. That's like... That's 11-year difference, mm-hmm. and that's 11 years of your team having a good wide receiver instead of a halfway decent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I think that's all the time we got here. Uh, I got to let Isaiah and Hudson get to their segment. We're going to talk about um, basketball. It'll be about the MVP votings and if you agree on it and Jamal Murray's injury. Let's get to that. Welcome back to our podcast, Crunch Time. By Isaiah Travis and Hudson Little. Today we're going to be talking about LaMarcus Aldridge's injury. No, I'm sorry. He had a retirement. It was because of an injury. And Trey Young's injury and how that will affect the two teams. Well, 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 would you count the, uh, like, uh, the heart rate thing in injury? I mean, kind, I would, kind I, of, yes. I would count that so, as, like, a disability. I don't know. <laughs> like, we, so we're going to start with LaMarcus Aldridge and then, Oh, we'll go to Trey Young. This will take about five minutes. Oh, for LaMarcus Aldridge, I don't think it'll affect the Nets that much because of the people he had around him already. Yeah, but I mean, here's the – I mean, he looked – I mean, I didn't see him play. I mean, I saw, like, him score his last point live, actually. It was against Andre Drummond in the post, I think, and then he just scored a layup. Lakers. Against, against the Lakers, yeah. When yeah, they against picked the up Lakers. Andre Drummond. So, um, I think it was my second game. That probably will be another thing about the trade deadline and how we liked it. But I do think that was a good pickup for LA. But let's get back to Lamarcus Aldridge. Oh, um, yes, this was team. pretty, pretty this, crazy that he did end up retiring. Well, I mean, here's the thing: he, he had, had problems with before. It. He didn't have deal. He had to deal with it the whole career. I know, and he's had problems with it before. But he, he I guess, he just like. It got too bad. He was like, you know what? I have a family. Well, I'm Still pretty sure, if I am not mistaken, I'm pretty sure what he said was in his retirement thing that he posted on, I think, Instagram or Snapchat or wherever it is. Uh, he said, he said, uh, he said uh, that after he had taken a shot, he had just not felt good at the, about that shot. And I think he talked to Steve Nash, the coach, about, uh, about like his heart, it just it just doesn't feel good. And then after the game, they rushed him to the hospital actually. And then afterwards, he was he just retired because he couldn't go any further, and he didn't want to risk bad health. Which I mean, I would do that, but I mean, <laughs> yeah, if it was up to me, I would have. I mean, it matters because it matters his social part of his life. I mean, he could easily just like. Not played at all. Just not played at all, and but just with the it. first time. But he kept with it. All right. So I don't think it'll affect the net that much, just because they have Harden, they Harden have the and Durant. Super team. They have the super team, and but if they can stay healthy. 
they're well, fine, and, and they won't well, name the Marcus thing, Aldridge. Other, well, one thing about, uh, well, 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 uh, well, this is my last thing. It's not about the Marcus Aldridge. It's about Blake Griffin. That man's becoming pretty good lately. Yeah. But all right. So now we're talk gonna talk about Trey Young and his. I think it was an ACL tear or a knee injury somewhere in his knee. Um, this is gonna affect this is gonna Atlanta affect the Hawks. crazy. And I'm pretty sure their last game against the Bucks, they won by about like eight or seven or ten. But they used their 19th different starting lineup, which that's either really I don't know if that would be bad for them because they just can't find a reliable yeah, starting yeah, lineup. Would that be a good thing if or a bad thing? Well, here's the thing. In my opinion. I don't mind like a rebuilding I team. A, I don't I mind a, a rebuilding team using nineteen different lineups, like the Pistons or the Timberwolves. Just considering they they don't have they're not going to make the playoffs. Let's face that fact. But uh, they can test stuff out for next year. You know, they're young. They're young teams. Pistons with like Jeremy Grant. The Pistons, with, well, yeah, Jeremy Grant, Anthony Edwards, or the Timberwolves with Anthony Edwards. But uh, yeah, it's. Teams like that, I think, should be using 19, but playoff teams like the Hawks, who are going to... I think it's a good thing, but also a bad thing. In the bad place, it's a... They can't find someone who can stay healthy and stay good enough to be on the starting lineup. But I also find it as a good thing to where they can still win games and use backups. But they can still test out? Yeah. They They can win games and still... Be flexible with their lineup, yeah, so I think that can be a good thing for them, also. But, but in the in my opinion, in like the grand scheme of things, I think the Hawks. What were they like? The fifth seed? Or the, yeah, yeah, yeah. They were the fifth seed. They're gonna move down to about the seventh seed. I think they're gonna. I think they're probably gonna get to the eighth seed, and I'm just gonna see. I I think I don't know why I'm thinking this. But I think the Bulls or Wizards are just going to go absolutely out of their minds lately. Like the Wizards, uh, they've been on a big win streak since. You know who I think this is going to help they the most? Had the eight, they've had the eight-game uh, win streak, which is the most, the biggest win streak in their team's history since 2001. So, yeah, I think. I they're think that, out of their mind right now. Yeah, I think that this isn't the best for the Bulls. I think this is the best for the Heat. To be able to move up. Yeah, I see what you mean. Because, so, like, with Jimmy Butler just leading that team, they had the team to do it. I just think they needed this injury to be able to move up that much and get out of the play-in tournament. But I think this will help them, and it'll really affect the Hawks. But we're about out of time, so we're going to have to wrap this up. See you guys in the next episode. Peace.